Welcome to the Cap City Offers Podcast. This is episode 126. Wow. Uh, yeah, we've we've hit that milestone. Wow. Uh, for today, we're going to talk about getting things squared away before the Summer of Love 2021 kicks off. Absolutely. Um, we're, we're sitting here. We're recording this podcast in early June of 2021. Uh, we're watching Milwaukee go into full meltdown mode over a legitimate dirt bag, not shot by Milwaukee police, shot by federal marshals. Um, being a turd in the city of Milwaukee is just... Is that Minneapolis? Or Minneapolis, yeah. same thing, yeah. whatever. Um, uh, it's up where it gets freaking cold and they have huge mosquitoes over the summer and they say, eh, and they yeah. drink good beer. So um, one, of those, one of those places up there anyway. Yeah. Um, if you're from either one of those cities and you're mad at me right now, sorry, but get over it. It was an oops. Um, there's a rea- there, So we're watching all this go on, guys, and, and we, we've, we've jokingly, we say tongue-in-cheek, um, um, not between cheek and gum, um, tongue in cheek that, you know, the waiting for the summer of love 2021 to kick off. We're, we're talking to, um, our local LEO guys, um, who, who legitimately feel like we're sitting on a powder keg. Um, they're, they're seeing a lot of weapons issues, increased homicide rates, increased violence rates, etc. Um, and all it's going to take is, you know, a, a, a shooting that's a law enforcement on non-law enforcement that's or a, a armed citizen against a um, non-taxpayer, or whatever the case may be, and and if it you know and and it, it, it tensions are on edge, and you have the Biden administration out here telling everybody right now um, that that literally racism is the number one threat to our country right now. Um, interesting thing, if you talk to folks who who work in the actual intel community and work in federal law enforcement or work in the external intelligence gathering apparatus for the country, they've all come out scratching their heads going, huh, I've been doing this for 20 years. That's never come up on a list. How is that all of a sudden the single biggest threat to the country? Because that's what the left and what the news media wants you to think. Um, so, and there's a big chunk of people out there buying into that right now. So, this is a, rather than a political rant, this is more of a preparedness kind of conversation um, around your tribe. We talk about your tribe a lot. Um, we, we don't define your tribe a lot because tribe for us is a fairly loose thing. Um, in general, I would say if you talk to guys who have been in the military or guys who are law enforcement um, or maybe somebody who's, you know, done martial arts for a lifetime or, or works out at a gym, you know, and does, you know, bodybuilding or um, powerlifting and has, you know, a decade and committed to something like that, they have a tribe. They have a group of people um, that they've grown to trust. They have that person that you, you know, um, you know, friends friends will help you, you know, what's the saying about hiding a body, moving a body. Friends will help you move. Uh, your tribe will help you move a body yeah. kind of thing, something like that. Um, yeah, so we're kind of, so, so, you know, this is kind of about checking in with your tribe. Um, I, I think that anybody who's paying attention right now is watching gas prices go up. Um, they're watching concerns around here in the news and hearing legitimate threats on our infrastructure. Um, and infrastructure is not your babysitter. Um, on infrastructures like oil pipelines, um, electricity, um, meat processing, pharmaceutical food, food, manufacturing. Yes, um, things of that nature. And we're seeing legitimate threats on these things. Um, and I, I think the, the, a big chunk of America is sitting back going, wow, where's this going to go? Um, and, and if you, if it, 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 it would be a really, really good time right now before things actually melt down to check in with your folks, whether that's your family, 
Um, you know, in my case, my tribe includes extended family. Um, it includes brother-in-laws in a couple directions. It includes my dad. Um, it includes family in both directions um, that are, in general, pretty squared away folks. Um, some of them are professionals uh, when it comes, they're public safety professionals as well. So they have a legitimate background in dealing with situations that are dangerous, risky, et cetera, and helping people on both sides. So, you know, checking in with those folks and just saying, hey, is there anything you need? Is there anything, you, you know, is there anything I'm missing? Is there, you know, any intel you've got to spread with me that you're hearing in your neck of the woods versus what I'm hearing here? And then defining, you know, things like communication plans and stuff like that. So, um, starting off with who your tribe would be specifically for us we have a couple different groups of people that we shoot with on a regular basis and train with on a regular basis um and that's that's probably a good place to start yeah. as any um you know so like again back to that that you know your gym rat crowd um i've got some guys that i work out with a couple of those guys i also train with um, a few of those guys are prior service military um definitely like-minded folks definitely folks that i've had conversations with around this kind of stuff um, folks who train to both skills and tactics, um, you know, so, um, they're not just necessarily gun guys. They're also, you know, tactics, techniques, and T, you know, TTPs kind of guys. They've got their poop in a yeah. group in general in a couple different directions. Um, that would be awesome if you had that group. And if you're listening to us, listen to this podcast, there's a pretty good chance you've got that group of dudes that you train with. It might also be somebody that you've gone and taken a couple of classes with who happens to be local to your AO that you've gotten to know. Um, if you only know that person by their IG handle, get to know them. Get to know, maybe, you know, talk to that person. Just say, hey, seem, seem like-minded, like to go shooting with you, train with you, et cetera, outside of a class. Practice, do some drills, work on tactics rather than just skills, things of that nature. Um, you know, maybe get that person's phone number so that you can maybe text them in case comms go down and, you know, IG decides it's going to shut down anybody who's ever taken a picture of a gun on their IG page. Well, I mean, I, yeah. is that, I mean, I don't know that that's unrealistic if things got weird enough. Oh yeah. We just automatically all get to your bands. That's it. Yeah. Well, you know, that's just the right number. Um, you know, but so it, it basically kind of shoring up some of those lines of communications and make sure that you have a, you know, primary channel and back channel, both ready to go. And, and maybe that is, you know, comms through IG if that's where you communicate with people, but understand that those things are somewhat fragile and I know guys are going to come out and say, well, you know, so cellular service, you know, so's phone comms and this, that, and the other. Um, if they shut down phones, we're, we're, we've gone to a whole other level. And this, yeah. this becomes a whole different conversation. Now we're back. There, now we're to radios. But I think that's a different podcast. That's a totally different podcast. Yeah. I'd say, too, there's so much of the, um, call it national infrastructure, national response yeah. type stuff that's completely reliant on the the cellular grid or the mobile grid Yep. that I don't see it going down. No, I, I don't see it going down, but I see it being limited in use. I can see that there'd be, how hard can it be to cut off certain users and say non-EMS level, non-professional level, whatever. It, but again, I yeah. think if we're there, that's on the cusp or one foot into the deep end. At that point, <laughs> it's yeah. probably time to start shooting things. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Um, so, but you know, getting a hold of those folks that you go train with and like I said, if you know their IG handle, but you don't have a phone number or something like that, you might consider saying, hey, you know, I don't know if you would consider linking up if things got weird or just having somebody, uh, you know, in my neck of the woods, I live on the west side of town. If something goes sideways and you're over here and you need help or you need a safe place or you want to get off the roads or the roads are impassable or whatever, get, give me a call, you know, or text me because you might be able to actually text at that point still yeah. and get a text message through. Um, and then, you know, as you get to know that person, maybe maybe secondary type comms or tertiary type comms like your Baofeng, 
crowd and whatnot yeah. can can go beyond that and go there. Um, same thing with your family. You know, do you have comms plans with your kids? Um, if there's an event or something like that that happens, um, and I'm gonna and I'm gonna I'm gonna use BLM as a great example. They decide to shut down a major intersection in your town, and it prevents you from getting to your kid's school to pick them up or something like that. Do your kids know to hey, the school is probably a relatively safe place to hang out and wait for you to get there, or are your kids old enough to say hey? If something like this happens, here's where I'm. Here's where you're going to meet me. Here's a safe place, the opposite direction of where everyone else is going to go. Things of that nature. Do yeah. you have those primary, secondary rally points, kind of as a? And you know, you can freak your kids out and say, "Here's the comms plan. Here's the combat plan. Here's the op order. Um, here's primary, secondary rally point." You know, you can. You know, or you can just say, "Hey, if something happens and I can't get to you, this is the way I want you to go ahead and start walking home." You know, for my kids, it's a couple mile walks, not a real big deal. Um, you know, and they're old enough that there's not significant security issues around that unless it's a setup where a group is looking to disrupt that yeah. and then and then assault people or beat on people or pepper spray people or spray paint people or whatever else. Um, you know, just working some of those things out with friends, with family, with your training group, etc. Um, and, and if you've got military buddies, if you've got guys you served with and stuff like that or guys that are in your guard unit or this side of the other locally – there's already, I'm sure, that comms plan for the unit, but is there a comms plan for individuals, you know, that if the unit's not calling you up or making you do whatever, that, you know, you've got some guys you can check in on each other or same kind of thing. If you're on that side of town and need help or whatever, you know, how do you hook up with somebody? And being ahead of that game a little bit with contact info, um, primary and secondary. So, yeah. yeah. Um, so, I know that's a little bit weird. You know, maybe some of you don't think like that, um, but... It, it really can make things handy, and it doesn't have to be something like a man-made issue. It can be a natural disaster. It could be something like a tornado hits and causes problems, or it could be, you know. Flooding. Flooding is a big deal. Um, we, there actually is a decent amount. We're on a or near a fairly significant fault here in central Ohio mm -hmm. as well, but we don't really build to it or think to it in terms of services. So, you know, be aware of that, too, that, you know, if, if, if the big one hits, um, hopefully it's California falling into the ocean, but it could just be knocking out comms and power here and roadways, bridges, that type of infrastructure yeah. as well. So, um, you know, so kind of taking a look at that. The other thing I would ask you to do, take an honest assessment of yourself. Um, you know, what kind of what kind of training could you use? If you're a gun guy and you're a hell of a shot, um, but you really don't know how to work your way through a structure because you've never done it before, maybe seek out that kind of training. Um, you know, the reality check is, you know, if you're going to, if something happens where you've got to help people, you will need to secure areas and ma maintain security in those areas, especially if it's an extended thing more than 72 hours. Um, you know, the bad guys are going to get froggy when they know the police aren't going to show up to save you and the police won't be able to show up to save everybody. So, you know, knowing how to clear a structure, knowing how to do it in the dark with a light, um, knowing how to do it with one or two or three or four other people would be great. Those are fairly advanced skills, but that training is available to you from a bunch of different sources. Um, if, if you can, you know, shoot B8 targets at 25 yards with your handgun and you're pretty skilled there, but you've never applied a tourniquet, um, go, go take a med class. There's some guys around here teaching med classes. Um, you know, J. Crow, Jack to get you squared away. Um, you know, most of your local fire stations and stuff like that um, in your Red Cross uh, local organizations can get you into stop the bleed classes they can get you into how to do cpr uh class you know cpr and aed classes and stuff like that um but assess your level your skills honestly what kind of things are you able to do and, and don't forget things like woodcraft 
don't forget things like, you know, hey, I've grown up as a hunter. I could probably smack a couple squirrels out of the trees in Hilliard if there wasn't any food for a few days, um, you know, or, or do different things of that nature. You know, don't don't sell yourself short, but also don't give yourself credit, you know, thinking you're Hank Williams Jr. and a country boy can't survive um, when, when you grew up in the burbs. So, you know, assess that. But then, you know, honestly assess your friends, family, etc. too. Um, and, and by that assessment, I mean, maybe also you're kind of thinking ahead as to trying to politely remind them that, hey, you might want to get, if you're on certain kind of medications, remind those folks, hey, are you caught up on your meds? Have you got, you know, maybe are you have a month or two ahead on your medications? Can you get a hold of your doctor and say, hey, with all these infrastructure concerns around pharmaceuticals, manufacturing, transportation, food, etc., um, you know, how, how can I can I get an extra script or two for my meds and get ahead by a month or two or three in case something does happen, help remind them of those things, um, you know, because they may not be thinking like you are, or they may not be thinking as critically as you are about what could possibly happen. Um, so again, if this sounds a little bit like uh, tinfoil hat preparedness stuff, maybe it is, maybe it's not, I'd rather be on that side of it. Um, this also, the same kind of conversation too, um, you know, I, I, talk, I talked to one of my guys here the other day, and, and he's a squared away dude, he's former law enforcement, um, he thinks like we do, um, but but from a like food storage perspective, he's nine months ahead. Um, he's damn near Mormon. That's pretty freaking awesome, in my opinion. Um, also understand that some of your sources, too, if you took a break from prepping during the Trump administration, like everyone else did, um, a, a lot of those companies went out of business or changed hands. The names aren't the same. Yeah. Confirm who's making what quality products and understand that some of your local sources, like we have a fairly large Mormon community here in central Ohio, and they had a cannery here that was open to the public. You could go in and and pick up canned foods and stuff like that and make a donation, I don't know that that cannery is open to the public anymore. Um, and maybe that's over concern for whatever. Maybe that's over a lack of interest. I don't know. Um, and I'm not even sure of that, but I was talking to a guy the other day who said that they're, they're really, that it's not open to the public anymore. You can't just go down and make a donation or do whatever it was previously. So if you haven't looked into these things in a while, look into them now um, and, and don't, don't wait for a disruption of services and yeah. stuff like that. Uh, we're seeing, I think, how fragile infrastructure in general is right now in this country. Um, you know, it really takes a, a day or two's worth of effort to get ahead of things. So I guess that's kind of what we're preaching about. Yeah, um, same thing. If you haven't done any prepping since uh, the Obama administration, most of your things are probably expired. Yeah. Or very near so. Um, so you do want to, you know, check dates, rotate through stuff. Um, throw out things that are, you know, several years expired, etc. Yep. Yeah. Um, if it's yeah. med gear, um, throw it in your training bag. Now it becomes training med gear. If you've got, you know, I, I know that in theory a tourniquet in a bag in your basement is not going to wear out, but a tourniquet in a bag in your car has gone through lots of heat and cold cycles and might not be worthy of being used in a real world situation unless it's an extremist. Um, same thing with bandages and stuff like that. They have elastic materials in them that through heat and cold cycles will fail. Um, cars in Ohio over the summer can get upwards of 130 degrees internally in a vehicle, um, especially the passenger compartment of the vehicle. So if you have that super cool headrest bag on the headrest of your, of your Jeep, um, and you don't run with your top down all the time, um, that it's getting hot inside and it's probably destroying some of those internal contents. Um, some of the polymers and chest seals. Uh, lots of different stuff like that. You know, uh, it would really suck to grab some of that stuff and have it crumble in your hands. Um, and unfortunately, I've done that. I've grabbed a med bag out of a vehicle that's like, wow, this has been in here for a long time. 
and committed it to the training bag. And then when, when I got it out and opened that as new out of the training bag, it wouldn't have worked. Yep. Um, that's, that's a failure. So, uh, one of the things we do here in the shop is we have, um, a, a med kit, a get, get, get me home bag card that gives you a checklist. One of the things it has on it is a date. When was the last time you cycled through this? Then that should probably be at, at most annually, probably better to do it, you know, semi-annually or something like that. Um, but understand that those things do fail and need replaced. Uh, food, um, had a guy talking about going through and looking for rice and beans because he hadn't done it in six years yeah. and opened up uh, a container of, of rice and it was funky. Um, Desi packs used or O2 eaters, one or the other yeah. used, um, but it was funky. Like it, like, like grabbing a handful of it and sticking your nose to it, your schnoz to it and passing the sniff test, it failed. And he said he almost choked. Um, so it was pretty, it was just off enough. You could tell, yeah. you know, go through and check your stuff. Um, and, and again, back to your family, if you've got, you know, relatives who are maybe new parents, maybe their kids are, you know, two or three years old or younger, and they haven't thought about this stuff in terms of kids, um, you know, again, meds for kids, diapers, um, I, I don't know what else, um, things kids are going to want and need. Yeah. Having four of them, I'm past that age now, so I don't think about it. It's kind of like, you know, you're, you're a teenager now. You'll survive. Get up, dust it off, rub some dirt on it. But, you know, if you've got little kids... Things to keep them occupied, time-wise, yeah. toys, um, crowns and paper. Just keep the crowns away from the Marines, but crowns and paper and stuff like that, so they can draw. I mean, just anything yeah. to occupy that kid, um, you know, so that you can focus on tasks that need to be taken care of um, that aren't necessarily like, oh, I'm in a gunfight. Here, Johnny, draw on this piece of paper while Daddy goes and kills the bad guy. Um, maybe you know, it could be just something like you need to prepare food for a group of people. Yeah. Or, or deal with sanitation for a group of people. That's another good topic, sanitation. Um, if you haven't pooped in a bucket recently, um, it's really not all that fun, especially on unstable ground. Um, you know, So maybe you look at sanitation issues and stuff like that. We just went through the big coronavirus scare, so everybody should have gallons of some type of alcohol-based hand cleaner yeah. on hand, bleach. bleach, things of that nature. Um, you know, When that big scare hit and everybody cleaned everything for the first like eight minutes and then stopped, um, you should have all that stuff available. Um, most of the stores and stuff like that are now overstocked on sanitation so stuff. Basically giving away sanitizer. Ab absolutely. You know, so go pick up a gallon or two or ten. Um, it's also a good fire starter. Um, you know, and if you're building a castle, um, instead of dumping hot oil on, you know, guys with the ram trying to bust down the yeah. door, you can dump lit hand alcohol, sanitizer hand sanitizer on. on. I don't know. I'm just, just... That would burn blue so they wouldn't see it. I know. Yeah. So I'm just spitballing here. We're just idea guys. That's all. Helping solve problems. Um, but like I said, you know, it, it's not just about making sure your poop's in a group. It's also checking with your tribe, identifying who those people are, uh, you know, and, and if you're going to help them identify their lacking or their shortcoming, do it politely. Um, don't tell them what a useless trog they've been for the last five years. Uh, you know, help them get squared away. Help them point out some chinks in their armor. Um, and if they don't want to hear it, that's fine. But, you know, sometimes people need a kick in the pants to get moving. So, um, like I said, kind of a spitball conversation here, but just seeing this as maybe something that become, could become critical in timing, and it's, it doesn't need to be. Yeah. It can be something that's been done ahead of time. So uh, I'd say the same thing um, with all that, making sure you yourself are physically checked out. Mm -hmm. um, if you are in an age where physicals and things are important, um, get that done ahead of time. Yep. Um, if you've got... Run you know, out and get a colonoscopy right now, because it might be your last chance for that fun. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, I just derailed that, didn't I? Sorry. Sure did. <laughs> I was going to go more on the um, mobility, you know, joints. Yep. Um, that kind of stuff. You know, if you're not in a condition where you can just grab a bag and walk 10 miles, um, you yeah. know, fix that. Or you know to do it fast. Out. Yeah, you know to do it fast. Not a double time pace, but can you can you pick up a few things that you would need to survive for 72 hours? That would be water, which means that's a gallon or two of water. Which is heavy. At a minimum, uh, two gallons of water is 16 pounds plus the container. And then whatever in a pack, find something that weighs 16 pounds, pick it up and walk around there for 10 minutes and see what you think. It's an attention getter. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, and along with that, too, um, you talk about medical care. You know, I'm, I'm, you know I'm, I'm getting up there. So, like, I have the annual doctor's appointment. I take them seriously. I haven't checked my A1C and my cholesterol level and blah, blah, blah. blah. Okay, cool. Um, it's something else, though, that, that really tends to creep up at really ugly times, dental issues. Um, if you've got a filling that's loose or something that's been bugging you or a crown that's jacked up or something like that, um, and you, you, know, you haven't been to the dentist for a couple of years because it's a pain in the butt and you know you got it coming and it's going to be expensive, um, that's a really bad thing to walk into a loss of critical services with. Because it, it being in serious pain like that will will not make you function at the top, um, and anytime you exert yourself, generally those issues are exacerbated by high blood flow and stress. So you know that that's something. If you haven't been to see your dentist in a couple of years, get, go do that. You know, go get that taken care of, especially if you got something going on that you should have dealt with already. Yeah. So yep, um, that'd be one other thing I would consider too for everybody. Uh, a lot of guys have medical kits for gunshot wounds and medical kits, boo boo kits, and stuff like that. Um, go online and check out some of the dental kits are out there that are out there. Um, you know, they make, uh, some, some temporary filling materials, um, like Cavit. They make, uh, some analgesics that are lidocaine based that you can rub on stuff and make not horrible pain, but you know, you can numb things and yep. dull down pain. Uh, clove oil naturally does those kind of things, but there's a lot of med kits out there that provides med or dental specific packing materials and, and analgesics, painkillers, lidocaine, things of that nature. Um, check those out too. Those are really important things to have around. Um, you know, and again, especially with kids, you know, you, kids generally don't have the same dental problems, but if they do, it's, you, you will really wish you had that and they're cheap and small. So definitely take a look into that. So, um, anything else we can add to this Gumpcast? I mean, there's a million things we could add to yeah, this Gumpcast. Yeah, I'd say same thing. If you're, if you need Prescription eyeglasses have backups. Yep. Um, if your prescription, you know, doesn't let you see things like your front sight on a pistol or a yep. rifle, um, find a an eye doc that can help you out. Yep. Um, you might need a pair of shooting glasses. You might need bifocals. Yep. Um, as one of our friends likes to say, there's no lens crafters in the apocalypse. <laughs> <laughs> that is the truth. <laughs> I haven't heard that saying in a while. Uh, yeah, no, true enough. Uh, and if you, you know, and I'm, I'm one of those guys like old, you you can donate your old glasses and they go to people who need them. I generally keep the most recent old set as a spare set. Um, maybe having another set made up to throw in a vehicle or in a bug out bag uh, ahead of time or versus cash that you're another location. At a, exactly. At another location, something like that too. Um, you know, and, and, you know, definitely think about those types of things. Um, you know, the, and, and again, there are checklists out there ad nauseum for this stuff. Um, it, this is definitely one of those things where you have to kind of prioritize what the most important things are and just start working your way down that list because you're probably not going to do all this in one day. Yeah. So, you know, if you're not thinking that way, take a moment to think that way. Um, 
if your spouse or significant other or your kids who are old enough to have this conversation with don't think that way, have that conversation with them too. Um, they'll look at you like you're kind of weird and, and it's cool. Go ahead and do it. Um, you know, but, but get down that road. Um, it, it's fairly disconcerting for folks to have a, an emergency in their area of operations and find out that they don't have any way to check and make sure that their family's safe. Um, and yeah, there are apps out there that might let you chase things down, but the app might be attached to a phone, not a person. Um, or phones, you know, or the battery might die or the server farms disconnected, the server farms disconnected or something like that. Um, you know, again, having those backup means of communication, having that, just having a plan for God's sakes, um, is a great way to go. So yeah. Yeah. Dead horse. Yeah. Dead horse beaten. Rock and roll. Um, guys, these, these are conversations that we would like to have too. Um, you know, while we're gun guys, uh, we do think about this stuff, um, and have conversations like this kind of organically. So if you're in the area, you know, stop in. Let's have a conversation about it. We got away from prepping as a business when Trump took office because most of y'all stopped doing it. Um, and we went a different direction to fill the needs that people saw that they wanted um, as a business. And, and I don't know that we're going to get back into prepping because it's fickle. It's not that we don't do it, but we definitely can maybe help you with some other sources and stuff like that, too. But would love to have a conversation about these things as well as guns, even though it's not necessarily what we do anymore. So, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Uh, on that note, you can find us on social media, Facebook and Instagram, as long as they let us stick around. Bastards. Uh, we haven't quite earned our two-year ban yet. Yeah. Uh, but who knows where things are going. Uh, just search for Cap City Outfitters on both of those platforms. Uh, we do an email newsletter once a week that comes out on Fridays. You can sign up for that on our website, capcityoutfitters.com. Or drop us an email to info at capcityoutfitters.com and we will sign you up for the newsletter. Also on our website, you can find information such as how to do an FFL transfer or how to purchase a suppressor via our storefront over at silencershop.com. And lastly, please come see us at the store. We're in Hilliard, Ohio, 4465 Cemetery Road. Uh, we're in front of the Aldi's. We're right next to Louie's Fusion Drill. Um, yeah, stop in and see us. Um, again, our hours are uh, Tuesday through Saturday, 10 to 5, and we look forward to seeing you soon. Thanks a bunch, guys.